This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 24th of March 2023. Presented to you this week by Becca Russell. I'm a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside of UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Last weekend, the Black Sea Export Corridor deal was renewed. Despite demands from Ukraine for a minimum extension of 120 days, all parties ultimately agreed to Russia's proposal of a maximum of 60 days. Russia said an extension of the deal beyond mid-May will depend on the removal of some Western sanctions. Russia has issued a demand for the Russian Agricultural Bank to return to the SWIFT banking system and for import of agricultural machinery and spare parts to resume. These are sanctions currently imposed by the West in response to the Russia-Ukraine conflict. If these demands are not met, Russia has threatened to refuse another deal renewal and to undermine Ukraine's grain trade into Africa by supplying African nations with Russian grain free of charge. Heavy selling from speculative funds and farmers alike took European wheat futures 8% lower on the week to their lowest level since the beginning of 2022. By midweek, London wheat futures had lost approximately £50 per tonne since the middle of February. Further wheat price pressure came from improving production prospects for US and EU winter wheat crops. Recent rainfall has helped US weekly wheat crop ratings make a two-point improvement to 19% rated good to excellent for primary producing state Kansas. Secondary producing state Texas was up six points to 23% rated as good to excellent. Oklahoma, the third largest producer, slipped one point to 29%, rated as good to excellent. Mars, the EU crop monitor, added to the negative tone with improved yield forecasts for EU winter wheat, up to an average of 5.99 tonnes per hectare. This compares to last year's figure of 5.8 tonnes per hectare and the five-year average of 5.81 tonnes per hectare. On the planted area, this adds 4 million tonnes and a potential EU crop above 131 million tonnes. French winter wheat crop ratings remain historically high at this stage, 95% rated as good to excellent. This supports the upbeat view from Mars. The Black Sea region will be a smaller wheat and corn producer in the coming season and therefore it might be expected to present less impact in world export markets during 2023 to 2024. This week, the Ukrainian Minister of Agrarian Policy and Food said that the country expects a 15.2% decrease on the year in 2023 for the country's corn harvest and that it may lower its forecast further. The drilled area may fall from 4 to 3.6 million hectares because of a large area of unharvested fields from 2022. 
Corn production could fall to 21.7 million tonnes or even further from last year's figure of 25.6 million tonnes. Wheat production is likely to fall to 16.6 million tonnes from the 20.5 million tonnes in 2022. Analyst Sovicon updated its Russian 2023 wheat production estimate to 85.3 million tonnes, which is considerably lower than the record 2022 crop of 104.2 million tonnes. Between the two traditional wheat export powerhouses, that is a potential drop of almost 23 million tonnes on the year. Moving on to barley. Old crop feed barley values have fallen approximately £20 per tonne in all areas across the country, as barley followed global weakness in wheat markets over the week. The same headlines, such as confirmation of the grain corridor for another 60 days, an increase in farmer selling across Europe, and a continued lack of demand were just some of the main drivers with most of the loss in value seen Monday to Wednesday. Fundamentally, barley cannot withstand weakness in other markets, given the lack of demand for UK barley from both the export and domestic markets. Currently, we estimate that the UK has exported approximately 850,000 tonnes of barley so far this season, but that could still leave the UK with 400,000 to 600,000 tonnes still to market in the final three months of the season. With compound demand still lagging, it is difficult to see any dramatic increase in domestic demand in the short term. Therefore, the UK will have to remain export competitive to find demand for the old crop barley surplus. New crop feed barley values haven't seen the same sell-off that the market has seen in old crop, but they are still down approximately 13 to £15 pounds per tonne over the week. Farmer selling has been slow since the start of the new year and it remains so despite the fact that old crop values are now at a discount to new crop positions. With the fall in feed barley values, premiums for malting barley have widened slightly, but farmers are not selling in any sort of volume. The UK has largely planted its spring barley south of the Humber, with crops now starting to come through the ground. Plantings in the north of England are much more varied, while Scottish crop is yet to be drilled. Drilling it in April is not abnormal and we could see planting get underway next week with a relatively dry and slightly milder forecast. Looking at oilseed rape now. For the first time on record, Matif Rapeseed posted 13 consecutive down days in the period ending 22nd of March. The factors contributing to this are both fundamental to rapeseed and external macroeconomic factors. These external factors, including banking troubles and general economic unrest, have been weighing heavy across the entire commodities complex for the past few weeks as prospects for demand are seen to be lowering. If you combine these factors with a rapeseed market that was already pressured due to a large available supply, it all contributes to a significant price pressure. Whilst there has been an absence of trading activity in the period of 23rd of March, Rumours circulated that oil may have traded out of Europe, with China being the buyer. This gave the market an opportunity to bounce back and encouraged buyers to come back into the market. It's also worth noting that managed funds remain significantly short of Matif rapeseed futures. At some point, they will want to buy this back, which could give further support to the rapeseed market in the short term. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. On all fronts, AN and urea markets remain subdued with little demand in the UK or indeed Europe. 
The recent drop in European gas prices and global ammonia levels has the markets observing continuous standoff as buyers pause while they gauge the direction markets are heading. Confidence is starting to creep in about European producers gently starting up ammonia production. But with low demand, it's unlikely new physical ammonium nitrate availability will improve in the short term. Therefore, the reductions in manufacturing costs won't be felt for potentially several weeks. Planning spot requirements for delivery in April is advised ahead of weather improvements and before the narrow delivery window causes seasonal logistical pressures. Urea prices forward, June onwards, are weak but drawing little to no interest due to the lack of any comparative products. Prices in the UK have been revised down on the back of growing global stocks and improved exchange rates between the pound and dollar, offering more desirable replacement costs. The potential return of competitive nitrate alternatives on the horizon is causing markets to be cautious and growers should maintain a watchful eye only. This week, the anticipated new rules have been confirmed by DEFRA on the use of inhibited urea fertilisers and that they will be implemented from this year. The scheme will apply to most farm applications to crops after the 1st of April 2024, and DEFRA states that products containing more than 1% urea will need to be inhibited. In a statement issued, the minister responsible said this decision was essential to ensure that emissions of ammonia are reduced as part of the UK meeting legally bound targets, which is at risk of breaching, adding that the government would need to regulate to ensure compliance if the industry scheme is not implemented. For UAN, with mostly wild and albeit damp conditions forecasted through to the end of the month, second applications of nitrogen or nitrogen sulphur continue across cereal crops where conditions allow. Those growers looking ahead to maize establishment have a wide range of NP and NPK starter grades available to them for timely delivery. Following the announcement from DEFRA previously referenced, all applications of UAN material from the 1st of April 2024 will require the inclusion of an inhibitor such as Basif's Lemus Clear, soon to be rebranded as Lemus Perform. The benefits include an improved nitrogen use efficiency of up to 7% through reducing ammonia emissions by up to 98%. Please speak to your Frontier representative for advice and information. Phosphate and potash markets continue to be stable in the UK. There is very little domestic activity given price changes are likely to happen with improved exchange rates and more attractive replacement levels. Delays on some imports due to last-minute international buying continue to hamper deliveries with phosphates into some regions. Therefore, planning will be key for products required in the next five weeks. This was Frontrunner for week ending 24th of March 2023. If you'd like help with any aspect of grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information, as well as to our blog and socials, can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.